Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall. Finn McHale here and today we're going to be doing a review of THE Suicide Squad 2021. Now, just a heads up, this will be a spoiler-free review and so maybe in the future, very near future, I will do a spoiler-full review. Now with that said, let's get right into it. Now the first thing I want to discuss is a little bit of background information because I found a couple interesting notes. And one of them was, you know, this one might be a little bit more common, but it's David Ayer was the original director of the first Suicide Squad. So he was tapped to film this one and James Gunn to write it. However, as we know, Ayer ended up not directing it and James Gunn did, which I think was much, much, much for the better. Now, the other interesting note was that this was apparently supposed to be a sequel to the first one. I kind of have an issue with that, at least for me personally. And th th I won't get too into detail about this, but this will probably be the only spoiler I'll really say. So we actually at the beginning see that there's two Task Force X teams and one of them gets wiped for lack of a better term. I'm not going to say exactly who or the circumstances, but to me, it kind of signaled a reboot of sorts or, you know, wiping the past clean. But, you know, it's whatever. If, if they had said it was a soft reboot or an in-universe reboot rather than a sequel, I, I would have been, you know, much more recipient to that idea. Outside of that, uh, we could talk about the cinematography and the filming. So... One of the big things is that it is very, very thematically and setting-wise consistent. Like, yes, it transitions from different areas, but there it's, it's not unbelievable. It's very, very believable how these transitions occur. And for the most part, we stay in two major settings. For the most part, we, we stay in two major locations slash settings and it's very, very cohesive to the story. On top of that, with the narrative, it is very narratively cohesive. The, the jump cuts, that's what I was trying to say, excuse me. The jump cuts, you know, they make sense. You know, there's no whiplash from scene to scene. Flashback scenes are rendered appropriately. They don't bust up the story and bust up the story momentum at all in a negative way and I hate to do this but this is probably what's going to happen is there's going to be comparisons to the first one it's vastly superior to the first Suicide Squad because with that you know post their post-production on the first one was hell as we know and so it's not like when you watch the Suicide Squad versus the original Suicide Squad you will see that, oh, I can follow the Suicide Squad and understand what's going on more than in Suicide Squad where we keep jumping around and not knowing, okay, that there's a main plot, but it just keeps jumping around so much you forget sometimes that there is one. The next thing I want to talk about outside of that is the music. Now, while the first Suicide Squad did have good music, the second one uses a lot more music but none of it is used in a bad way. It's actually, I think every song that's used is used awesomely. 
And that's very much James Gunn, the way he works, is he likes to use already existing songs in movies, and he just he just has this weird touch where he can put them in a scene and it just works. I guess the next major thing to talk about would be the comedy, because that was something that was a major note in the first Suicide Squad. And my uncle pointed this out to me, and that is in the first Suicide Squad movie, they were trying to be funny, but it didn't work all the time. Whereas this one, the Suicide Squad, it makes fun of itself, you know, and knows not to take itself too seriously. And that makes it a much, I think, better experience and movie to enjoy overall. Also, another thing to take into account with this movie is you will definitely see shades of Guardians of the Galaxy. However, this seems more like it's more of James Gunn than the studio constraining the artist. Because it is definitely Guardians of the Galaxy-esque, but you can definitely see James Gunn was allowed to do more. And I think this is a really good example of seeing an artist be super successful with constraints, but then what happens if he goes somewhere where he doesn't have constraints? I really think this is a much, much truer movie than, at least truer to James Gunn than Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, what definitely helps is by basically allowing the movie to be rated R, it definitely allows it to embellish itself in what the Suicide Squad is all about. And, you know, that that's where I'm at, you know. With that being said, I know I didn't talk a lot, but at the same time, this is a spoiler-free review, with the one exception. And I know not everyone's going to disagree, but I hope you enjoyed listening to my thoughts. With that being said, this has been a Bandolier Core production. Ben McHale, signing out.